What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And special uh, co-host, Aisha Hollins. Hello. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, so Levon can't make it this week. Uh, we we asked uh, Aisha if she could pop in, and she uh, she graced us with her uh, her presence. Uh, please tune in to Wednesday's episode where we have a, a very good discussion on Microsoft. Uh, Aisha is uh, a part of the discussion. Uh, obviously, today we're going to do the, uh, the the weekly rundowns. So we talk about a bunch of different stuff. Um, a longer form podcast. Uh, tune in Monday and Tuesday where Shannon and I discuss uh, some stuff the DOJ, DOJ did with the, uh, the dark web to shut down some, uh, some drug running, uh, as well as on Tuesday, we discussed uh, Android and uh, how there's 150, 151 apps out there, um, which could be stealing your data. So definitely tune in for that. Um, this episode, again, this is a very long form. Please st- st- uh, stick through it. <laughs> We, we go a little bit longer, so those other episodes are roughly 10 to 12 minutes, right? But this one, we go we go for a little bit, uh, decompress, get, get some stuff off of our chest, uh, and just talk about our week. So uh, with that being said, I, I give it to uh, Aisha. How's your week been, and what, what have you been doing? Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so pleased to be here. It has been, oh, it's been a great week, though. We've been wrapping up National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. So we know like October is all National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And so we've had conferences. Uh, we did a conference, or I did, I hosted a conference in um, the, the Texas area uh, entitled The Tech-demic, where we actually talked about, you know, some of the impacts that the pandemic had to our businesses, you know, with regards to having to take all of their employees, they went home, they went online, right? And so you had to start dealing with all that came with um, making sure, you know, were the VPNs right? Could Were they on the right network? Is, is there still privacy around their data? Um, do they have enough bandwidth, you know, so there were so many things that we kind of talked about, we talked through, you know, some of the things that are going on with the Department of Homeland Security, you know, so there was just, it was some good topics, Um, we even discussed like Zoom fatigue, you know, how that is impacting our workforce, right, because it's like, we thought we were tired in the office going from meeting to meeting to meeting, and now it's Zoom call to Zoom call. And all of the ways it's, you know, it tires your eyes. It makes you, you're way more active, right? You know, you having a focus and all of that means. So it was a really good, I think it was a really good event. <laughs> well attended. Um, so that just was one of the things that I got into this week. Um, the other thing was um, in my in my just working with various people as I talk through cybersecurity, and I've said this a couple of times on your show when I've been on, has been you know just not having the understanding what cybersecurity is and how it impacts us. We hear the word, we may or may not know the 
official definition of what cybersecurity is. But what we don't do is how does that affect me? So it's like, can you make it make sense for me, right? And so what I did was I created a course where we are teaching initially, um, and that's the first one was to teach parents what it meant to, you know, have these conversations in our home around internet safety for our children. Um, You know, and so we're dealing with everything from what does it look like if your child is being groomed? One of the things that I said in my class um, today, we, we actually, we have a whole show called Catfished, right? Where there are adults that are having conversations with other adults and actually being fooled that these are real people. So if adult, an adult can fool another adult, can you imagine what these adults are doing to young minds that don't know that they are logged in and that they're having conversations with a predator? You know, it's like, but we, these are things that when you hear it, you didn't think cybersecurity. But as I talk to you guys, is that not a cybersecurity issue? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and that one, like I said, is grooming. And so what I wanted to do is just kind of, we take it and we work every, we're going to do it for four weeks, four straight weeks, where we work every week on a different topic of how it impacts the parents, how to tell the parents how to have these conversations, educate the parents. And then the, the, edu- the, the parents, once they're educated, now they can go back and they can have educated conversations with their children. And even some of the topics, they are broken down based off the age group. Because one thing we know is, you know, you have your children at a certain age, zero to 10, they, you know, they listen to you. Mommy and daddy are still heroes. You know, they're still, you know, good people. And we could, you know, we want mom and daddy's attention to play with me. And then you hit an age that 11 to 13, where the teachers and, you know, <laughs> you, you got a little, uh, some right. influences, but they're still listening to mom and dad. But then by the time they get to high school, <laughs> they're not listening to us anymore. <laughs> Can't right. tell them nothing. Can't tell them nothing. <laughs> You can't tell them nothing. You're right. And so with that, what we're we're trying to do is, you know, we create an advocacy uh, group and environment where the the kids are educated enough where they can start having these conversations amongst themselves. And so it's, you know, at that point, we're creating that dialogue and those programs where those kids can listen, tune in, learn what they need to learn, but you know, also how do you have it in your home? I talk about, we have a fire safety plan. If there's a fire in your home, you know how to get out of your house. We have a tornado plan or a hurricane plan, depending on where you live, a flood plan. But with the way we're online all the time and the way the internet has changed our homes and technology has changed our homes, do we not need an internet safety action plan. And I feel that we do. And so we have created one at Dorensic and we're now rolling that out to our consumers. Okay. All right. And what, uh, what platform can people uh, watch the, uh, the material? So we are on uh, Facebook and okay. uh, 
so we have a Facebook group. Once you join the class, our modules are being taught. So once you, you know, purchase the program, you can get your modules and we will release your modules on Teachable. And then, but our Facebook group and, and various things and all the way you can kind of purchase and get a part of it is through Facebook. So we are on the Facebook platform. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing a lot of your initiatives pop up on my, uh, my LinkedIn timeline. Yes. Like, okay, all right. Like they all have catchy titles, right? I'm just like, man, my thumbnails are terrible. Uh, <laughs> they're they're very literal. <laughs> As we, if you look at how things have changed over time, like the first, uh, I would say maybe quarter of the uh, episodes, I try to come up with something catchy. But after that, I'm just like cyber talk, <laughs> cyber cyber talk too. Like I just I keep it very very simple. But techdemic, I, I like it. I like it. So that's something that catches people's attention, right? They're like, oh, okay, I, I, I get that. Um, I, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, I'll tell, I'll tell you what I learned from Zoom, right? Is that for whatever reason, people don't know to not go to the bathroom when they're on Zooms. Like there's all types of viral <laughs> moments. Like I saw this when the pandemic was, was kicking off. People were like going to the bathroom and like showing it on there. And it's just like, wow, y'all don't know how to like, at least turn the screen away or anything, man. Like what's going no. on? Yeah, people, people, people out there, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I never got to the point of Zoom fatigue, uh, thank God. Uh, when we were in the midst of it at my job and we were working remote, uh, we had fewer meetings by, by large. The people just, <laughs> you, would, you would catch people in a, uh, in a meeting, which was fine, right? Because people had, had stuff to do there, you know, families didn't have school and things of that nature. So people had to do other things. But you hear people in Cairo all the time, like going to the grocery store, they got the kids in the back taking them somewhere or something like that, all masked up. So I, I actually enjoyed that period, but I know now, like now I'm back full time, but I have friends who are still remote and it's like, this is, they, they brought the pain to, to uh, the remote work. Like they, they couldn't hold out. They were like, no, no, we need 18 meetings <laughs> regardless. Exactly. So exactly. There is that. And, it, and it was, it was, I mean, they were already doing a lot of meetings, but yeah, a part of it is feeling like you need to catch up for that time you lost. Yeah. Um, there is the overcompensation from some organizations because, um, you know, we, we've all heard the arguments, whether or not we should work from home or not work from home. We've had the ability, the technology has been around for years and years. So yeah. the ability to work from home, some of it was just some companies don't have a work from home preference. They feel like you get less out of your employees if they're at home. But then there's an argument from some that you get more from me when yeah. I'm at home because we we really lose that 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 sense of when the clock out and when the when the clock in. Right. Exactly. And that's a really that that really is a really uh, big issue because, um, you know, employers will take advantage of that. But also, it you know, it it gives you that sense of you're working around the clock, which is, you know, and then we're in a pandemic. So you can't really vacation the way you need to. So this lack of unplugging is causing issues that will have adverse effects down the road. And so we need to start, you know, with the having our organizations have these conversations sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that, because uh, even though I do go into work uh, nowadays, I'm a very small population, uh, we're pretty much uh, we've beyond herd immunity, right? Uh, uh, government, we, we have to be vaccinated. Um, 
but I've been caught up for my timestamps. Like somebody will be like, hey, why'd you send me an email at 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> and I'm like, I had nothing to do. Like, so I caught up on this spreadsheet and I pushed it to you. You had to respond. Like, like uh, but I, I need to get off my plate, right? But that's not healthy. Like, when do I unplug? That's right. Um, but I want to go back to something you said about the, the groom. And I thought that was very interesting. Because um, we have, for the most part, we have no idea who our kids may be communicating with uh, online. So I do a test from time to time uh, with, like, my son plays, uh, like, 2K and, and uh, you know, other video games with uh, people. And I'm like, hey, um, I walk in a room and, and like, cut your mic off. Like, you get the gesture from cut his mic off. And I'm like, turn, turn the sound off so I can hear the person he's talking to. And, and nine times out of 10, it sounds like a child. Like, you know, he's, he's 13, voice is changing. But every now and then, like, that's a grown man. <laughs> like, why, why are you playing with this dude? Like, um, it could be Reggie. It could be Reggie. It could be Reggie from Bad Boys. Damn, <laughs> it could be. You know, it could be turn. Reggie from Bad Boys. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, that that is definitely a concern of mine. Uh, like my 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 daughter isn't really consuming. Like she's older, she doesn't really consume a lot of social media. Hers is more not talking to people, but just watching things. So I, you know, I, I tune in from time to time on that. But my son interacts with people. Like he he games hard when he's not uh, in, in class, right? So that, that always is a concern of mine. So I think that's a, a, a very uh, good topic to bring up nowadays. Like, because before it was already a thing, right? They were already playing games with people that you didn't know. But uh, during the, uh, the the pandemic, when he's at home, like he's he's between classes, he's able to actually pick up the sticks and play video games as well. And it's even more people that he's playing with, right? So he's consuming even more. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that's a, a very salient point uh, that you brought up. So. Uh, definitely tune in all the links like you have to give me all the links so i can put them in the description uh, so people can can uh, get to your material um but with that being said um did you do anything to decompress <laughs> during cyber awareness month you read a book anything so tonight i had the i had the pleasure of taking my daughter to her first soccer uh soccer okay. game so it was fc dallas v fc austin Okay. And it was, it was actually a good time. Like I really, I didn't know how I was going to like it. You know, it's, it's hit or miss. <laughs> right. You're outside. It's kind of cold. The weather's changing, but she's in love right now. Like that's her thing. Like she's so in love with soccer. And so we got out there and we were able to watch it. And I know this is probably going to get me really kind of beat up. I'm on a show with some guys, but I actually liked it more than football because I was like, you can understand it better. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, saw, I knew I was going to lose somebody. Shannon was like, no. <laughs> but I mean, they score less. So yes, <laughs> you do have to deal with, you know, you're out there and you're watching and, you know, you don't quite get as many tackles and stuff like that. But it was easier to follow. Like, you didn't, it's not second down, pushback. So I was able to enjoy the game a little more. The questions that my daughter was able to ask me, I could at least answer those because I'm always intimidated at a football game because I really can't really answer as many questions you know I'm not that I'm not that football chick you know I never I never got into it I tried but I mm, but um on a brighter note FC Dallas won so okay okay (laughs) that's what's up so my my two sons played soccer so uh RJ grew out of it um 
wasn't really his thing. But uh, Mason, our youngest, he, he really enjoyed it. But then the pandemic hit. So now we need, we need to get him back into it, right? Um, now that people are starting to get, you know, vaccinated and all that good stuff. So um, I enjoyed it. But like at that level, though, they're just running. Everybody's chasing the ball. So it's just a, a line of kids all following each other around, around the field. It's cute. <laughs> but it's you only like, have like, like maybe one kid who's actually out there scoring. <laughs> I, I called it herding cats. So my older two children, I coached their soccer teams, right? Um, and I don't you know i had to read the rule book you know soccer for dummies and whatnot because i don't i don't follow soccer like that but it was like herding cats like you even got the goalie that's running out out there because kids right. young kids just want to kick the ball you know what i mean like no, no 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 we're gonna rotate you will get your chance to do that but you need to stay in the net right now you know and they, they don't want to hear that they're like no nah, i want to go kick the ball and then just start running do whatever but no i you know what i should soccer is not my thing you know what i mean but more power to you and and the time the time spent with your daughter that's what really matters right like having that quality time is is what it really goes for like for me i'm not a baseball fan like i don't like watching baseball on tv but if i go to an event like a live event i like the atmosphere more i like being there with the atmosphere better than just watching it on tv right because there's always that stuff that they don't they don't televise that you see like the stuff in between the innings they do to keep it fun for the crowd and things of that nature you know um with baseball and they probably do the same thing with soccer i don't know because i don't watch soccer but <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you yeah uh, i'm glad you i'm glad you had a good time and fc dallas yeah. won right so that worked out for you <laughs> there you go that's what's up. What about you, Shannon? How, how's your week been? Oh, man, you know, I, I actually did get to be compressed a little bit, man. Um, I actually, so la- this past Sunday, I went to the movies. Me and the wife went out, uh, caught a movie. Uh, we watched uh, No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie, uh, okay. which is pretty good. Um, it, it's it's kind of long. It's two hours and 43 minutes, I think, is what it was. I was like, man, you could have you cut some of this out. But you know how I get down, right? Like, I need people getting punched in the face immediately. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Immediately and, and constantly. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need it in my life. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was, it, was, it was good. It was not, uh, it was not the worst one that Daniel Craig has done um but it probably wasn't the best either but um it was it was a a good movie um and again it was out spending time with the wife right even though it's in the movies and we're quiet watching stuff you know but it's still just a fact of just being there to to to, in each other's company um that was pretty good i mean i'm still in my documentary phase right so like i'm watching stuff on netflix i watched this series i watched this uh documentary called class action park if you've never seen this this thing is off the chain oh okay i've heard of it yeah yeah, in New Jersey, there was this park called Action Park uh, back in the 70s to like the mid 90s. This place was open. And this guy that owned this place didn't care about any safety rules or anything. Like people were dying at this park, right? <laughs> and like getting seriously hurt at this park. And they have a documentary on, actually, it was on HBO Max. That one was on HBO Max. It was called Class Action Park. And uh, man, it was, it was off the chain. You're just like, wow, like they really. They really did this like people just getting skinned up and they were spraying them with uh, like this iodine alcohol concoction, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then send them on their way. <laughs> Be like, hey, here you go. <laughs> You're good to go now. So now they're coming out of this medical infirmary shack, all orange, <laughs> you know, from getting sprayed down. Yeah, it was it was it was wild, man. Um, watched on Netflix the movies that made us. 
So like all these popular movies and whatnot, they talk about how they get gotcha. made, like the directors and stuff like that. Those are pretty, those are pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I got, I got a few of those in and that was, that was about, that was about the the gist of it, man. A couple of things, you know, I always try to get my football in, right? Not my soccer. Sorry, Aisha. Not my, right. not my soccer. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but no, that was, that was pretty much it for me, man. What about you, Ryan? Uh, so I, I did some studying. I actually squeezed some in. So I did the uh, the Azure uh, two day boot camp through O'Reilly. It was okay. Like, so <laughs> I'm, I, I don't want to knock it, right? Like, it, if you're like brand new to it, uh, you may have gotten something out of it. Uh, it was, like in, in in your case, I felt like Shannon it was a little too too talky, not enough uh, uh, demonstration, right? Uh, so. I, I went on to do some, uh, some stuff myself. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a video series now that goes through each module and kind of breaks them down. Um, I like it so far, like it's different. Like, I, I don't know much about cloud. So, you know, I, I like to be able to speak intelligently about all the different sectors. So I'm, I'm now cloud is getting a, a rotation in there. Uh, I don't know how far I'll go. Like I, I probably plan to get two, maybe three certs before I, I get out of here in cloud, just so I'm, I feel more comfortable in it. Um, so I'm doing that. Uh, I actually signed up for um, this Boots to Business um, uh, class, six-week class. It takes you from cradle to grave on writing a, a business plan and how you secure revenue for your company and all that stuff. Um, for those people who are transitioning out of the military, it's a, a service that's provided um, that you should jump on sooner rather than later because six weeks is longer than you expect. So <laughs> I, looked at, I looked at the calendar. It's like it's actually over nine weeks because of holidays. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like stretch it out. Give me some downtime in between. Um, so I'm doing that. Uh, just curious, right? Like I've been working for somebody my entire life. Like what would it look like to work for myself? Uh, obviously there's danger in that. So <laughs> I'm a very uh, risk adverse type person, but I just want to, you know, just see see what it would take uh, to uh, to transition and, and to, to work, in, work in my own schedule, my own time. Like the pandemic has, has definitely shown me that time is precious. Uh, and definitely valuable. So how do I get more time back in my uh, day to be with my family type situation um, safely? Because um, again, working for yourself is dangerous. Work for somebody else, you can blame them when, when things go awry. <laughs> so, but just just seeing, but uh, if you're if you're listening, you're a recruiter, don't stop recruiting. <laughs> I, I did not commit. <laughs> I'm just, just taking a class. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> still, still need a job. Um, so those are the two work related things I'm doing or study related things I'm doing, but I, I actually got it in, um, <clears throat> on the, on the, the, the media, I, I watched Doom. So I knocked it out. Shannon, I don't think that's for you. <laughs> there, there's, there's some, some really good fights where they're few and far between and are ramping up to bigger fights. Right. So you're going to get, you're going to okay. get a lot of talking. They, they did that one in two parts, right? So, like, I heard, so, like, yeah. when they did the first Dune, they squeezed the big book all in one movie. Apparently, they yeah. didn't do that this time, right? So, no, I, I, no. I, knew by, I knew by the trailer it wasn't going to be for me. I was like, there's very little fighting. Why, why is Aquaman not lifting stuff up right now is what I was thinking. They, they got some good fights in there, though. But, yeah, okay. there's a lot, a lot of exposition. They're trying to give you the lore and all that stuff. I didn't read the books growing up, actually, and I never saw the movie. So, it was my first time in that universe i i enjoyed it uh, i mean i see i see potential there it's going to be at least two movies if not three or four or whatever um it's different um i, I say that it's definitely sci-fi it feels it feels like what star wars was uh was based on 
So it came out before Star Wars, but it feels very Star Wars-like. Um, so I watched that uh, on HBO Max. Um, what else did I watch? I watched um, uh, Star Trek Picard. Like I, I'm uh, deep into that one. Like So as a kid, I watched Star Trek Next Generation. So you had Captain Picard and all those people. Uh, so this is them... I don't even know, like 20 years later or something like that, 20, 30 years later, in far, far future. Um, it's really good. Like the like cameos, like you'll be watching, you'll be like, oh, I know that character. And then they'll do like a flashback or something like that to remind you who they were. I'm like, okay, they, you know, it's real nostalgic for, for 80s, 90s kids. I, I would suggest watching it if you're a Star Trek fan. Um, but yeah, just randomness, right? watching the boondocks, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, Whatever it takes to decompress after work, you know. I mean, like I'm gonna play a game. I never, I never wind up playing them. <laughs> so I usually wind up YouTube or Netflix, Amazon Prime. Oh, that was the other. I watched a movie yesterday called Vivarium. It's got uh, Jesse Eisenberg and I can't remember the actress's name. She's, uh, I think she's Irish, uh, Irish director. Um, very weird. I don't, I, I don't know if you'd be down for it. Uh, I'm, I'm big into sci-fi. It's a sci-fi horror. But it's not scary. It's more creepy, <laughs> and <clears throat> very little action. Shannon, uh, well, if you say it's, uh, if you say it's weird, I'm staying away because like yeah, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. You know, I like the weird. I like the weird movies though. Yeah, it, like, the weirder the better for me. But uh, it, it mirrors a lot of U.S. stuff though. Like that's what blew me. Um, where it they're not specifically talking about these themes, but it talks about the housing crisis. It talks about suburban life. Uh, it talks about uh, the influence you have on your child, like uh, it, it talks about how um, that influence goes away and then it starts to become other other people. Other people are influencing the child as well as social media to a certain extent, but very abstract. Like you get all this <clears throat> through a very abstract lens, like it's it's wild movie. I don't want to spoil it in case somebody wants to see it came out in 2019, but it's very weird, like very weird. <laughs> so, so, so Aisha, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you know. I've known Ryan for 11 years now, and his movie <laughs> recommendations. He's like, he's maybe like two for 50 with me, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like he, he suggests things, and I'm like, well, what do you, what do you feel about it? Did you like it? Like, ah, nah, that ain't for me then. Right? Yeah, that's automatic. That's kind like, of my nah, barometer. Like <laughs> that's kind of my barometer. So if he says something is too weird, because he's suggesting some weird stuff, some stuff I can't even get through. I'm like, I, right, I cannot get through this. <laughs> he says it's too weird. That's way too far out for me. You know what I mean? And I like, yeah, it's, I don't it's mind weird. weird stuff. Yeah, I don't mind weird stuff. But that's, that's the history there. Is that right? I don't, I don't think he's trying to lead me wrong, but he is leading me wrong when it comes to movie suggestions. Sometimes. I'm like, man, I thought you were my friend. What's going on? Here? <laughs> I like, I like that, that weird stuff. But yeah, it's uh, it, I if if you have not watched it, I would I'd say give it a chance. If if you like um, sci-fi, if you like horror sci-fi, which is always strange. Uh, but this this movie is a a metaphor of a lot of different things that apparently are, are impacting Ireland just like they're impacting the United States. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It, it, it was something to watch on Saturday morning. Um, but I, I got to gear up, man. Like uh, the I think my class starts on the sixteenth, so I'm just trying to you know write down jot down some some ideas for um, I I thinking about consulting thinking about it so write down some ideas of what you know that would look like if uh i were to try to transition into that so we'll see 
we'll see how it goes. By, by the end of those six weeks, I'm going to be like, nah, <laughs> not, <laughs> not for me. The end of those six weeks, I, look, I'm I'm holding on to my chair, trying not to talk. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of those six weeks, you're right. You might be nah. And then at the end of those six weeks, you might have found that, you know, it, it, it actually might be the thing for you, you know. Um, it does, you know, like different people approach entrepreneurship differently. You know, it's it's really if you're risk averse or whatever, um, and I tell people all the time, if you're accustomed to, I get paid every two weeks, I need my, I need my stacks. Right. <laughs> Don't play with my money. Entrepreneurship is not the way for you. Um, however, um, you know, as with anything, there are the, the, the positives, the pluses and the minuses, right? Um, being able to, I, 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 I shiver every time I hear people say, I'm my own boss because I have my own business. Technically, you're never your own boss, right? When you have your own business, all you have is multiple bosses because you're, every client is your boss, right? Right. So, you know, when you work for somebody, it's either, as we say, the devil, you know, the devil, you don't. Um, then also finding your niche though, once you find your niche, like you might find that with your particular niche, especially in cyber. And uh, as we've said, you know, on other shows, you know, the lack of having, um, technologists in the field, cybersecurity, analysts and experts in the field there's more of a shortage just you know more supply than demand or demand and supply honestly i said that wrong so you know it it may just be you know finding that group of uh clients that work for you that you're able to work with you're able to deliver to them what they need and then you know you're able to go from there so you may love it but again no i would never tell the recruiters to go away but i love the fact that you're you're willing to take a look at that course because i mean that is phenomenal I love that the military provides that to you guys. Um, that was the other thing I saw that the military would do was like pay for certain certifications. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I really, you know, I'm, I'm really in awe. I love to see that, that, you know, that they're, you know, get you guys prepared to go back into c- civilian world. But I think you, you may like it more than you know. Right. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I definitely want to give it a, a try. Like, the, the longer you stay in, the more you're like, man, if only I could just work for myself. Because <laughs> we, we have multiple bosses as well, right? Everybody who outranks me is my boss, technically, to, to a certain degree, right? Um, so it's like, what, what, how would it feel to, um, to not have to deal with as much of that uh, landscape, as well as getting time back? It's the, the most important for me, because um, I have been away from my, uh, my family for some time now. And I left uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. So that was nothing but time with my family, right? Because we were down like 25% manning. And like I said, you could, like, literally, I can just go to the grocery store. Like, well, okay, I'll take this conference call on my way to, uh, to Publix or whatever. Um, so how do I get that? How do I get something that's similar to that? Because I really enjoyed it. But obviously, it was safe. Like, my paycheck never, never changed. <laughs> so <clears throat> there is that as well. Uh, but again, there's, there's, you know, uh, there's advantages. Like when, when you, uh, retire from the military, as Shannon could tell you, like, 
medical is not as much of a concern because that's always going to be there if you so choose to, to keep that. Um, uh, you obviously are still uh, uh, getting a uh, annuity to a certain extent. You're getting that retirement check. So you always have something uh, in case the times get get, uh, get hired and whatnot. And then, like you said, the military paid for all my certifications. So I've never paid for a certification on my own pocket. Um, they provide me the, uh, the time, the resources, and they, they pay for it. So I, I have, you know, a leg up in certain uh, instances, but I also have not had a job <laughs> outside the military uh, for almost 20 years. I just recently started uh, teaching and what have you. So I'm dipping my toe back in, you know, to the workplace before I get to the workplace. So, I, you know, I'm interested. Like, it's, a, it's another resource to say, hey, you want to you know, take the education track or you want to take the entrepreneur track? I was like, well, I got the education. Uh, so let me, let me, you know, experiment and what have you. So we will see. I, I will keep you posted. <laughs> Please do. I, I, I would love to follow along on that journey because like, you know, for me, it, it really was, it was, it was a difficult, um, it wasn't so much difficult. I, I don't think that that's the word for it, but it was definitely challenging, you know, knowing that, you know, you have a family, I work for corporate, um, I, I was doing well, <laughs> and then you have to make a decision, you know, it's like, okay, do I trust myself? Do I step out on faith? And do I go out, you know, because like I said, for me, I identified a need, like they, there was literally, there was not digital forensics, there was not cybersecurity for the private, like for just regular people to just kind of walk in and say, hey, I need help, right? Right. And, um, but in my case, when I, when I went out, I did it, but I did it ahead of the, the curve and ahead of all of the people understanding what digital forensics and cybersecurity were, right? So I'm out there and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm literally, I'm going down this path with this machete and I'm like, (laughs) and, and, and so that'll give you burnout in a way, because, you know, you feel like, you know, you start questioning a lot of things, like, did I make the right decisions? And, but at the same time, it's very rewarding, you know, to know, you control certain aspects of what you do, you know. Um, but then, like I said, there's there's safety, and I know my check coming, my dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> there are some days I'm like, what did you do, and why? <laughs> so, got you. No, that's good. that's good. That's good. That's good for anybody listening who's, who's thinking about it, right? Because uh, we we talk a lot about. Um, on our show, trying to uh, open up the uh, the field, get more people in. So we, we talk to a lot of people who are trying to get entry level and whatnot. But there are other people who listen who may already be in that, uh, you know, on that path and like, you know what, I've been doing cyber, you know, for X amount of years for someone else. Like, what, what does it look like to uh, to own my own business or to, to not necessarily just own it uh, just by yourself? Like, what if, what if I go in with a business partner or things of that nature, right? So you kind of share that um that risk with someone else mm-hmm. so I, I think i think it's interesting like i uh I, again like maybe maybe be something we, we bring up in the future like after i get all of the uh the the resources and whatnot they give me we come back to this topic and i can you know discuss what they taught me and you can tell me what what the real world looks like <laughs> i can't so, I'll, I'll happily do that just remember right you out here on your own you wear all the hats right oh right so that, that, and that part is like, uh, that part doesn't really bother me, but like you said, it's the, where's my money at? 
because <laughs> stable, I've had I've had I've had stable stable income for almost two decades, right? So that, yeah. that is a transition. Uh, paycheck never never not once have they been like, oh yeah, we didn't deposit that money in the account. No, it's always there. <laughs> it's always there. It's always consistent. So so there there is that. Yeah. But uh, anything you want to talk about for the future? Put people on. Um, because we'll have all your links uh, in the description. So definitely, if you're listening, please follow Aisha uh, on all her, all her social media accounts. Please go to her master classes. Uh, she's producing a, a lot of great content. And there will be uh, a, a show in the future. We, we always talk about that on every time you, you pop up. Uh, there, there's a show coming. So uh, I, I forgot, episode 111, I believe, is your, your last episode with us. Definitely tune into that, as well as tune into uh, our interview with uh, Aisha which was earlier in the year. Uh, if you go to our YouTube, we have a playlist with our, all of our interviews. So that way you don't have to search um, through 100 and I think we're over 130 episodes now. But uh, what about the uh, next month? So this was Cyber Awareness uh, uh, Month. You got through it. So what, what is, what's next month? <laughs> I survived. <laughs> and that's how I feel too. <laughs> um, but it was a... I, Look, I love the initiative. I love it every year. Uh, you know, I feel like uh, I, I say every year I will not take on that much. And then every year I take it on again because I'm very, very passionate about it. I think it's, um, it's, it's really good to be aware and to know what you don't know, not fear what you don't know, just learn a little bit more about what you don't know. And it's always okay. Every day we should be learning something. Um, November for me, um, I did, like I said, going through this, I think this one kind of hit me a little different, um, because it brought in my cyber and being a, a parent and being a person, you know, um, COVID, the pandemic, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And, um, so for me, for November, um, this, the, the show is closer than you think. Um, we should be rolling. I mean, like literally you're going to, you're going to hear about it really, really soon. Um, and then also for November, we're not just doing cybersecurity just for, um, I'm doing a series called making, making it it make sense. And so with that, we're, we're literally talking about how does cybersecurity or, being technology conscious. How are we being conscious? We have the technology addiction. Some of the things we were just talking about, the fatigue, not knowing how to unplug, not knowing how to be, you know, consciously safe while being online. So we have a series of courses that are going to roll out, how to be consciously safe, internet safety, how to be consciously connected. And so in that particular series, we're going to approach um, cyber from two perspectives. One perspective is in a lot of ways, um, we saw a lot of people through the pandemic start going through, unfortunately, divorces, right? They stayed at home for far too long. There was not enough on TV. They recognize that the Ryan to the Shannon, we don't even agree on TV shows. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> right? And so people start splitting left and right. And the issue became, if I was married to you for any length of time, you know a lot about me. I.e., you know all my passwords, but then you know all of the 
the answers to all of my security questions. What am I, what is my pet name? What is my maiden name? All of the personal information that you didn't think that you shouldn't have been sharing with your mate because you're supposed to. How do you then separate and keep your technology where you still have an identity? We had, I had a case where, um, and I'll be talking about this on my show. So you get a sneak preview to it, but um, they, they split up. And the, one of the, one of the spouses turned the Apple device, Mr. I'm an Apple fan and I am not turned the Apple device into a listening device and was spying on the spouse inside of the home because they had figured out how to turn on the device. Um, There was an article um, and and I I, want to send you the link because maybe you can uh, uh, drop it in here, but there was an article where another young lady, she was recently was just murdered because there was a stalking, um, a a tracker was dropped inside of her purse. She had been being tracked from trackers. And so there's also that conversation too. How do you look for trackers? How do you know, like when, you know, when you are near another Apple device and it connects, you know, there's so many things that are going on. So again, that's why I say, I'm trying to take technology and make it make sense. And so we're doing courses where we're exposing you to, here's a problem here's how it could have been used against you and here's how you could have been safe or just conscious about the technology in the world that we are in, that we're living in today and that's my november and my december honestly because okay. those are the things that we're rolling out no, that's awesome uh and, and that is practical right because a lot of people are like oh, i don't get computers but like no you get stalking <laughs> this is how <laughs> Technology can can uh, can be used against you. Hey, I didn't I didn't I didn't read that article. That's crazy. So it's like a, a tile or air tag you dropped uh, yes. on on the person. Wow, that that yeah. is crazy. It That's really and it's so scary. Exactly, yeah. it's so very scary. I mean, we we have opened ourselves up to so much. To, we're putting all of our information out there, uh, even with Snapchat. I mean, I don't know. Have you guys seen that feature on Snapchat that will actually show yeah. you on a map where you are all the way down to, it was like, you can be tracked like on, and we're just walking around with features on thinking, oh, that's, you know, that's just cool. No prob. It is a problem. Right. <laughs> right. Depending on who saw you, like who's, who's, you, you don't necessarily always know who's watching you. Be that a former spouse that could be just somebody you hooked up with. Like we, we're so, <clears throat> we'll do things. And then we're in a room with a person with our most value. We just leave things open or just kind of laying around and you don't really know what connected. We'll connect, we'll go to somebody's house and connect to their Wi-Fi and think nothing about when they got up and they left you and you've given that to them. But these are not conversations that are being had in, in regular conversation. And so people don't know, and it's not my job. It's like, I get it. It's, it's, it's literally, you know, right here around Halloween. So <laughs> when you're dealing around that area, you know, things can get a little spooky. Um, I'm not trying to spook you. I really just kind of want you aware. And so that you can be conscious, be consciously safe. 
no that's that's awesome I, I think we did talk about the um the snapchat feature because i remember shannon was uh very adamant about it because like, he, he'll, he'll do the social medias uh <laughs> just just in the protecting of your kids right like because you don't everybody's not your friend and they just like oh i have so many friends like those aren't your friends <laughs> those are those are, are, you don't even know who that is. Like Those, those are potential attack vectors is what those are. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So no, yeah. that's, that's great. And, it's, and again, it's practical, like things that people are, are doing, like with the Wi-Fi thing. I always do the opposite. Like when I teach it, I do the opposite. I'm like, because uh, there was a, a funny vine where um, there's a couple and they go to his friend's house and they go knock on the door and their phone chimes because it connects to the Wi-Fi because he's been there before. <laughs> it's seven seconds but it's hilarious to me because i get it right i'm like oh dora kicked in she got a new uh uh, uh ip address because she's been there before and no recognize her device but other people are just like i don't get it and then you explain to them like what just happened like in that seven seconds you found out that you're you're a significant other for the streets so, <laughs> <laughs> so i think I think that's pretty cool. Like when you can take something that, that, you know, it's either humorous or practical and then you can you know, show like, this is how technology makes it happen. So I, I think that's a great initiative and I can't wait to hear more about it on your show. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Uh, and we, we will definitely advertise it once, once uh, you start to, uh, to publish. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> no problem. But I think it's time to land this plane. It's been a great episode. I thank you so much for uh, for popping in. This is you're the very first person to be on uh, multiple episodes in, in one week. So you uh, definitely uh, honorary co-host. You, you christened uh, the, uh, the the weekly podcast so that other people in like we might have Gabe on or, or somebody like that as well in the future. Um, but you're definitely a busy person. So next time we can get you get you on, it won't be as short notice. I, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be like, hey, can you be on next seven hours? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll definitely schedule out a little bit further because I, I know you're busy, but it, it was a great episode. Uh, I will probably, this will be one of the first uh, weekly rundowns that I will publish part of it on LinkedIn just to give people a taste, like that first 10 minutes to get them to pull them over because uh, you can't have more than a 10 minute uh, long video on LinkedIn. Um, but thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Aisha. Uh, again, always a, a, a great to have you uh, on the show, Aisha. Uh, Shannon, he's cool. You know, he's, he's around. <laughs> I'll be Shannon. You've missed one episode. You've only missed one episode out of uh, almost 140 episodes. So I it's did. pretty impressive. Yep, only one. Uh, amazing. But uh, definitely continue to, uh, to tune in if you're, you're listening or watching. Um, uh, I promise to publish more stuff, more content if you're on my social medias. Uh, Thanks to uh, Tabitha Donnell, who is a social media, um, uh, I would say, marketing consultant, right? So she gave me some tips for free. So hit her up on her uh, her LinkedIn. She's always giving out really good tips. I'm trying to find, I think it's uh, T-A-B-I-T-H-A, last name, uh, Donnell, D-O-N-N-E-L-L. I don't have her links yet, but I'm going to definitely put them in the description. She gives out really good um, content. Uh, she's very supportive of uh, the people who follow her. So just give her a quick shout out uh, and I'll put her in the description in case you didn't make it to the, you know, through the 45 minute episode. Shame on you. Um, <clears throat> hit us up on uh, the website, www.theothersideoffirewall.com where you get to all our social medias. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and uh, Clubhouse. And you, Aisha? 
I am as well. I am, um, you can hit me up. Well, we have our Dorensic page, which is www.dorensic.com. Aisha, we're at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, LinkedIn for sure. And then Aisha Speaks, which is also me, which is on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, yeah, that's where you find there you me. Go. <laughs> All right. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, for everybody out there listening, stay safe, stay secure. Thank you.